tiredness, it impacts us all in some way at some point in our lives. The stats taken from a busy GP practice show that between 5-7% of daily appointments booked are people booking with extreme bouts of tiredness. So I've teamed up with our partner GP, Dr. Jill Hamilton, from inside of Impact Health Club with regards to how you can tackle tiredness in your life from a fitness as well as a medical approach. There's also a fact sheet that accompanies this that gives more detail and a more in-depth approach. So you can get that at impacthealthclub.co.uk. Welcome to Impact Your Evolution with me, Coach Andy James, and it's my goal to help you turn your health from an option into your priority. So we've got something special at hand right now. We've got Dr. Jill Hamilton that's joining us on a regular basis for the podcast. Now, we're going to be covering topics um, monthly, so check in at least once a month with the Impact Your Evolution podcast. This one, we're going to be specifically talking about tiredness. But before, before we jump into all of this, I want to give you a bit of a background as to where Dr. Hamilton's come from, the things that our doctor, I'm going to call, our doctor has got a, a passion for and how it's transformed her health, as well as the people that she works with as well. So Dr. Hamilton, you've been a GP with a passion for transformational health for a while now. Prior to your medical training, you studied at Leeds University, gaining a degree in physiology and working at the Patworth Hospital. You returned to the university uh, to study medicine at Cambridge and became a GP and now a partner in a busy practice. You're on a mission to help prioritize health where most people want to be gaining more out of their GP appointments. And this is kind of where your focus is moving forward. So I think it's safe to say that we've got a good handle from a fitness perspective and a medical perspective on this podcast moving forwards. But before we go into all of this, before we get into the tiredness, I want to know a bit more about you from you. So what got you into the medical profession to begin with? And also, what prompted the change in direction? Okay, so um, I went to university to, to start with and I did um, a science degree. Um, and then I started working um, at Patworth Hospital. And I really found that I enjoyed working with the patients. It wasn't just the science behind it. It was actually the clinical interaction with patients. So in my late 20s, I went back to university and became a doctor and then ultimately a GP, um, which I love. It's great. I get to have a, a really broad uh, range of um, clinical encounters from sort of children and ch child health, which is really interesting, right through to um, middle age and then to the elderly, um, which is um, it's great because you see everybody throughout the aspects of the, all of their life. This is where this is going to have such uh, an alignment with what we've been doing with this podcast for such a long time is because it's great to be able to talk about health from a fitness angle, which I think on this podcast, we tend to cover multiple facets of where this comes from. But the thing that I feel that the fitness industry lacks a lot of is which is primarily where a lot of people should be paying attention is kind of like the medical side of things and how fitness and health aligns with that medical side of things. Most people kind of see the medical part as it's the bit beyond, it's gone past where it really should be at this point. And that's gonna kind of tie into the tiredness topic that I would like to talk about today. Tiredness is something that I would say every single client that I've ever worked with in the past 12 years of doing what I do, tiredness is something that people bring to the forefront of one of their key struggles when they're looking to try and improve their health, it's usually burnt out, they're doing too much in life, I'm always tired, so I therefore I don't have the energy to exercise. And there's this big knock-on effect with why tiredness is impacting their life. Now, from a fitness angle, 
we know that this can be stress, nutrition, hydration. It could be balance. There's a, there's a lifestyle element to that. But I want to put to you so that you can give people that listen to this podcast um, a bit of a better understanding as to when should they actually be paying attention to tiredness from a medical perspective. If you could just give us a little bit of information with regards to maybe a time scale. So if somebody was doing the fitness things to begin with, and they were still having like chronic bouts of tiredness, when would they want to go and see a GP? Okay, so I think that's really important. So I think patients, it's really important that they're proactive, um, and they are prioritizing their own health. Um, and difficult, and it's can be really difficult to try and unpick all of these kind of things in a, a 10 minute GP appointment. So it's really good to have this forum where I can sort of give a bit more information that people can, um, you know, listen to at their own leisure. So to answer your question, um, feeling tired at certain points during our life is completely normal and it's completely to be expected. Um, you know, any kind of sort of stress or uh, busy lifestyle it is going to cause episodic tiredness, which is normal. So if you've got young children, um, if you're working really hard on a project at work, all of those things are, are quite normal. When it starts becoming a bit abnormal um, is when you've been feeling continuously tired for about four weeks. And some of the symptoms you should be sort of thinking about is when you're, you're just so tired, it's, you know, an effort to lift your head off the pillow in the mornings. Um, when really simple chores just seem sort of quite overwhelming and, uh, you know, really wipe you out immediately. Those are, those are the kind of things that you probably want to be seeing a, a GP about at, the, at that point. So I'm actually going to put, and this is kind of a bit off topic with regard, it's actually very on topic, but it's off topic in the way that I was going to take this because I want to add a little bit to this because this is something that's very relatable to me at the stage of life where I'm at. I've spoken previously on past podcasts with regards to male hormones, testosterone, the issues that I've had with this over the past two to three years. At the point where I was trying to recognize what was going on, so I'm, I, I was doing all of the re regular fitness things and nothing was really changing. Day-to-day -day life was getting harder. And for me, it was, alarm bells were ringing saying, I, why was I becoming so tired? I was falling asleep in the middle of the day because I, I physically was exhausted. I couldn't concentrate. I had what's now known as decentralization because i didn't really kind of i was very disconnected from things these were all part of this tiredness process that i was going through and it was hormone regulated now i didn't know that at that point in time um i was doing all of the things that i was supposed to be doing for my health but to be aware that there was it could still be something that was impacting me i didn't actually it was actually you that i had a conversation with we just so everybody is very very clear that me and Dr. Hamilton have known each other for a while now and actually had a conversation with her with regards to why I was feeling this particular way. And it was evident that I'd done a lot of research up to that point on why this could potentially be an issue for me. And it was hormone related. And it wasn't through until we had our conversation that it was really kind of like highlighted that this was more than just me trying to be physically fit for my lifestyle. This was a hormonal thing that I had to then look at as a different angle. So it's great that you can kind of, you just drop that piece of information in to be fair, because I think a lot of people can look at this, that they're doing the fitness thing and that's what's making them tired or 
they try to look for reasons as to why they're feeling tired. And it's not actually the health or the lifestyle things, the aspects that they're doing positively. There could be something that's underlying that they need to be aware of. So that was an awesome, that was just, just a little caveat there really with regards to what people should be looking for, the time length. So if you're suffering with this over four weeks, it's kind of like the window that really should somebody, somebody should be paying attention to. So we know from a fitness angle with regards to why people or the, the amount of time um, that somebody would be struggling with tiredness is now four weeks in a medical window. But I know from a lifestyle perspective that there are things that I'll cover I know there's a bit that you want to add to this, but there's a physiologi physiological, get your word right, and a physical element that go into this too. So from your, from a medical perspective, give some background with regards to the physiological and the physical perspective on that. Okay, so I think any GP, when we, we talk to a patient and we're trying to sort of break this down and, and find out what, what the cause of uh, the tiredness is, um, I'd look at it in three uh, three sections really so the first one being psychological uh, the second one um, actually any physical issues any deficiencies anything like that um, and uh, and then the lifestyle issues which I think is where we overlap um, with some of the things that we're, we're talking about so if we go to the the psychological um, factors things that are well known to, to cause tiredness um, is just stress um, a lot of us now are working really, really hard, almost to our maximum capacity on a on a daily basis um, for prolonged periods. So I think it's quite normal to sort of give 100 percent for short bursts of time. But I think when you especially post pandemic, when you expected to do that all the time, that that can really be a cause of tiredness. Um, Obviously, depression and anxiety can as well, because yeah, your brain is working all the time, you know, thinking about everything, and that makes you mentally and physically exhausted. Um, so I think looking and seeing if there's things in your, your life that's making you anxious, or um, if you do have some underlying depression, trying to, to look at those things uh, are quite important. And then in terms of the um, the physical issues, sometimes it can be just simple as your, your diet's not right and you've got some deficiency. So things like iron deficiency anemia. Um, so sometimes that can be dietary related. So if you, if you have a, a plant-based diet, so a healthy plant-based diet, you should still be getting enough iron. But if you're having lots of convenience foods and things like that, that can definitely um, have an impact. Um, other things like thyroid issues, or if you're not, um, if you've got any gut health problems, that can also um, impact on how you're feeling. So generally, what would happen is you'd go and see your GP, and um, and they would take a full um, history from you. So we'd be looking at your lifestyle, any physical um, issues, and also any psychological issues. And then sometimes if it's not something we can easily put our finger on, you might need some further investigation. So usually that, that would involve some blood tests. Right. I'm glad you touched on the psychological because with regards to when somebody's trying to improve their general health and lifestyle, the physiological side of things. So the physical, what we do is the first thing that we turn to, we look to improve our fitness. We look to, Try and restructure things so we can kind of cope with adding this thing into this routine that we have.
but we forget about the psychological impact that the things that we're already doing, as well as adding this new, I would say a semi-permanent stress, because it does have its rewards once that system's built. But the psychological things, I think a lot of people pass over. As, again, a lot of people that will listen to this podcast know that my mental health breakdown, so for anybody that I'm just going to give a little trigger warning on this, because I'm going to talk about mental health and a little bit about where I was at that point in time. But when I was going through depression, when I go through, I still get anxiety now. I still get panic and mood disorder at times. These these elements of mental health massively have an impact on my ability to draw energy, and it just it's like um it's like an underlying or unknown way that I'm expending energy without actually knowing that I'm expending it because it's a mental type thing. It's a psychological approach, and I think a lot of people take. I would say take for granted, they miscommunicate with themselves where they're expending that type of energy. So even though it's psychological and you know it's in your head, as so to say, is what some people would say, it's actually having a physical impact on how you go about day-to-day life. My depression, my anxiety, with it draws so much energy out of me that I find it when I was going through my, I would call it my most difficult period of dealing with the mental health breakdown. I would have a panic attack that could, it could actually put me in bed for two to three days because of the tiredness that came after the severe panic attack in itself. And it would then be a process of trying to rebuild myself out of that to get back into fairly stable energy levels. And then that whole process repeats itself again, but triggered in a different way. It could have been a mood and personality disorder issue that I was facing. So the psychological, I think, I'm huge on how psychologically you can improve your health and lifestyle moving forward, not just from the physical aspect, but from your mental aspect too. So I'm glad you kind of dropped that in there because it's so fitting with what we do on this podcast moving forward to help people improve mentally, physically, but also now medically as well. So just to kind of touch on a few points from lifestyle that I want to really kind of hit home from a fitness aspect is things that people would want to pay attention to when it comes down to fitness. So if you've been dealing with the tiredness for over four weeks, if you're under the four week period, there's probably six categories that you really want to pay attention to is, are you abusing or is alcohol being a regular consumption? Because that can have a huge impact on how your body's recovering the rest and the rest of fullness, the restfulness phase of recovery. The second part is diet and exercise kind of combine the two, but theoretically, Diet can impact how you draw energy down, so how you're creating your energy, but exercise also has a contributing factor to this as well. You can be lethargic where your body's just decreased, it's downregulated that much that it's now having a negative impact, but you could also be burning the candle at both ends and it could be expending too much as well. So you really want to have a grasp on how you're treating your body nutritionally with your diet as well as exercise too. Smoking also is going to impact how you can be improving, improving the tiredness or be aware of this. Um, so you want to be aware, obviously, if you are smoking, it can have an impact on tiredness too, recreational drugs, and also sleep, which we know I've done podcasts on this before. Sleep is a huge one in the recovery process too. So anything that's going to kind of dis- disturb the body's natural metabolic rate of doing things um, with homeostasis in mind. So keeping that whole, let's just call it that environment that the body likes to be in, that it works very well, optimally. If you're disrupting that, chances are it's going to have some kind of impact on tiredness, which is if you can can rule those fitness ones out first, then take it over to a medical angle. If it's lasting longer than four weeks, it's time to go and speak to a GP. 
So I think actually that's really interesting. One of the points that you mentioned about sleep, I think that's something that's actually really underestimated. Um, I think as our working lives get busier and our days get stretched and stretched, I think the one thing that we all think, oh, we'll just go to bed an hour later, we'll get up an hour earlier, we'll get into work, we'll get on top of the day. Um, I think that, you know, is a huge factor. If people are chronically sleep deprived, um, it can actually really cause um, uh, a lot of stress and, you know, will, will ultimately lead to, to burnout if it goes on too long. Um, and one of the other things I'd just like to pick up on as well is really just stressing that sort of the importance of um, when a GP takes a history from you, because sometimes you might present to the GP um, with, with just feeling really tired um, and lethargic. And, you know, even if we've gone through tests and things and they're all normal, it's if we can pick things out from that history, that can be really helpful. So. For example, sometimes people will um, have to get up multiple times in the evening to, to go to the loo and those kind of things. And that's actually that sleep deprivation is what's making them tired. So they've actually got a completely different problem. They might have a, a bladder issue. And if you can help them with, with something like that, um, then the tiredness goes away. So it's really, I think, having um, sort of... Uh, getting that history right at the beginning is important, which is often really, really difficult in a in a 10 minute appointment with somebody. Um, but um, also, you know, I'm aware for patients that it can be quite frustrating if they go to a doctor and then all their test results come back as normal. OK, well, I think we all we all want to have normal test results, but it's also quite nice to, to actually have something to pin your, your symptoms on. And we don't always get we don't always get that. So then that's when I'd say it's really important to once we've ruled out any physical issues for you feeling tired, we can then really hone down and sort of uh, look at the psychological issues and then also look at lifestyle factors. So this is where what you what you do with Hamilton Health and what we do with Impact Health Club, this is where the alignment fits so well with this podcast and what we're looking to bring with it. Because one of the statements that you made there was about getting up and breaking the sleep cycle in the middle of the night. And I think most people would, the reason why they would go to a GP would be to ask for something that's going to aid with sleep. Can I have some sort of sleep rest medication? Um, and in my, in my personal opinion, all you're really doing is either you're putting a plaster on a gunshot wound and you're not addressing the root cause as to why this is a symptom in the first place. And it, like you say there, it's not, actually be, it's not actually a sleep problem they've got at that point. It's actually the bladder problem. Like why is it waking them up three, four times in the night? And that creates the sleep deprivation. So I think when you explain that there is so many different aspects as to why sleep could be an issue for somebody. But also, there are several different things. I think somebody that is struggling with sleep or not getting enough sleep, tiredness being one of them. There are so many things inside of this podcast. Somebody could go inside this and go, right, there is, I'm doing this, this, and this really, really well. But actually, I do get up three, four times in the evening that's maybe creating that tiredness do i really need to speak to the gp about this or can i actually go and try and improve that why am i going to bed and waking up three to four times throughout the evening it might just be that you're consuming too too large amounts of fluids before going to bed and it's really simple you just restructure how you consume your fluid throughout the day and initially that could be reduced to maybe one to two times in the evening 
Therefore, all of a sudden, tiredness isn't as much of a problem. But if it persists, there still might be something that's underlying. Anybody that tries to improve their health will naturally start consuming a lot more water. And in the beginning process, it can last for two to three weeks where it's disturbing sleep because you're trying to figure out those windows as to where the fluid's best being taken at what times of the day. So there are elements. I would say that the, the biggest thing with this is that there's, there's a window of things that a person should take into consideration when it comes to sleep, or, or should we say tiredness. If your tiredness is impacting the general day and it's not just about the waking state, then there is, there's got to be some underlying issue with regard to the tiredness. If you're, if you've covered all of the health aspects, you know, you're not doing, you're not taking drugs, you're not abusing alcohol, you are generally fit, you've got a bit of a, a decent grasp on your diet. If you're doing those things regular, relatively well, there's then I would say you want to start looking at, well, why is this now persistent beyond the window of four weeks? Because then there's definitely something that would need to be looked at on a more medical scale that maybe bloods, like you say, there might be something that comes up in the bloods that gives more evidence to say that this is more of a medical that was underlying that nobody knew about. Um, so it's just, I just think that the alignment with this moving forward is going to be really, really helpful for people with regards to what they're going to be able to experience. It's going to move them through that process of answering those questions when they go to a GP as well. Like you say, those 10 minutes appointments aren't always ideal for somebody. And when they're presented with 10, a window of 10 minutes to try and get their entire problem across, I know, because obviously I know what the industry is like in itself, that 10 minutes isn't always enough time to explain, take a history, tell somebody, tell a doctor how they're physically feeling all the symptoms of and then for you to do what you would feel like is a good job in delivering what is required for that person themselves. So this is where I think this is going to speed up that process for people of getting a good service, experiencing what they want as a result, not just going with a list of problems, and then just having them repeated back to them and then right, well, we'll just try this and then come back in another week's time. So I, I really I, I'm on board with all of that. What I'm going to ask of you, Dr. Joe, is if somebody is, if their day to day life is being impacted by tiredness, and to summarize, because I want to leave people with, I always try and leave people with a, a summary of impacting information. If somebody was struggling with tiredness and it's going on maybe three, four weeks or a bit longer, they're quite aware of it in maybe a few bullet points. What would you suggest that somebody pays attention to? Okay, so I think you need to to think about it's not always just having a pill to sort the problem out. So as you really, you know, it was really helpful that you mentioned about sleeping tablets. That generally very often is not is not the answer. Um, and then going and you know buying some really expensive supplement isn't generally the answer either. If you've got a healthy diet and lifestyle, so. For the vast majority of people that are going to be presenting with being very tired all the time, I would say it's it, the main cause is going to be psychological or lifestyle. Occasionally, it's going to there's going to be a physical reason why, um, and that can be um, looked into with with blood tests and and then subsequent tests if those blood tests become um, come back as abnormal. Um, but I think it's also just important just to note. So in a small number of um, uh, instances, 
um, there can be some more serious causes of the tiredness. So if it's just tiredness on its own, it's unlikely to have a, a serious cause. But if you're getting some other um, symptoms, say such as weight loss, um, when you an unexpected weight loss, or if you have a change in your bowel habit or any bleeding that you're not expecting, anything like that, you probably do want to go to the, the GP, you know, fairly rapidly. Um, but other than that, I think it's really honing down on the lifestyle factors, the psychological factors. Um, and if you've got any concerns or ideas what you think it is, you know, do tell the GP, because sometimes we have to be like um, detectives trying to hone down on exactly what 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 is going on. So, you know, you're, you're going to be the expert in your own health. So I would say, you know, be really upfront with the doctors from the very beginning and say what, what you think the issue might be or what you're worried it is. Yeah, I think that transparency is key. I think that's going to be a, for majority of people that will be what resolves the issue as fast as possible rather than trying like you say if you're going to spend time trying to root through the detective side of things trying to figure out why this might be happening um, and it's just a simple fact that somebody's missed a key piece of information out then transparency is always going to help it's always speech conversational um, right okay brilliant stuff so first of all thank you i just want to quickly say that this is information just to make people more aware this isn't any kind of medical diagnosis of any sort. This is just really to give people a broader understanding from a fitness and a medical perspective. When we do these podcasts once a month moving forwards, um, different topics, different subjects. So if you do have questions around certain things that you maybe it, it isn't maybe at the point of wanting to go to a GP, but if you want to fire the questions across to either myself, um, you know where to find me all over social media. You can get me Coach Andy James pretty much everywhere. Um, you can drop onto the Impact Health Club website, uh, so that's impacthealthclub.co.uk. We're actually putting together a fact sheet with regards to all of this, what we've spoken about today, and some greater, some more, I would say, a deeper level of information that maybe cover one or two of the red flags a little bit more, that what you should be paying attention to if you are having these other symptoms that's sort of presenting themselves via tiredness. Uh, we've put a fact sheet together and you're going to be able to grab that at the impacthealthclub.co.uk website as well as hamilton-health.co.uk. Uh, you can go onto the freebie section on the Impact Health Club website. It will be on there. You can download this fact sheet as well. Um, the fact sheet in itself will hold all of the information that we've spoken about today and a little bit extra with regards to some of the red flag scenarios that we've spoken about as well. Um, so thank you, Dr. Hamilton, for being here. I appreciate it. We're going to be doing another one in about a month's time as well. So please, people, do check back in for that as well. Um, you'll see the graphics, the images, the thumbnails go out that's going to be kind of letting you know that the medical podcasts are coming up. Um, and if you've got questions in the meantime regarding tightness, like I say, feel free to reach out to one of us. Um, you can contact me and I can pass this on to Dr. Hamilton. It's no problem whatsoever. Uh, and if like I say, if there's anything that comes up in the near future, do let us know. So I appreciate you for being here. Thank you. Do you want to leave a piece of information for everybody before you go? Um, I think it's just, I would say, one of the, the things that I'm quite passionate about, about is actually empowering patients to take responsibility for, for their own health. Um, so anything that you're worried about, um, definitely look into your, your lifestyle definitely look into any psychological aspects. And if you're worried about it, do go to your GP. I appreciate it. It's always great to finish with something that somebody can take away in you. So thank you for being here. Um, as always, I will see you next week in next week's podcast. 
I don't know if it's going to be as good as this one, but I'll try and make sure and do my best that it is. Um, so you have an awesome week. I'll catch you in the next one. You take care. Speak to you soon. Bye.